movies and, and TV shows, they make it seem like it's so easy to find your significant other. Yeah. And it's just, you're going to run it into them at the grocery store, which rarely <laughs> does that, have I ever met someone at a grocery store? Like literally. Um, but I think it's, it is kind of also like a numbers game. Like you can't get discouraged and you have to realize that like, then the more people that you're putting yourself out there to, the more likely you're going to find someone who is like yourself, who you're compatible with. Thank you for joining us. You are now tuned into Trish Chat, a series that aims to normalize vulnerability through conversation. Our episodes promote meaningful dialogue around identity, culture, and real-life stories. We are your hosts, Steph and Jess, and everything you'll hear in our episodes are based on personal experiences. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Trish Chat. My name is Steph, and I'm here with Jess. We have a special guest today, Allison. Hi, Hi. Allison. Hi. <laughs> um, before I introduce Allison, I want to give everybody a friendly reminder to please, if you have not done so already, to subscribe to our podcast and to rate us on iTunes and leave us a review. Yes. Thank you. Um, so Allison has joined us today to talk about dating with authenticity. Um, Allison, I'll read, I'll read her, her formal bio. Allison is a fun-loving gal who enjoys exploring cities, friendships, and cuisines. She currently resides in New York City, but is about to make a cross-country move to LA. Her favorite foods are ramen and mint chocolate chip ice cream. For sure, Allison, I've been to I've been to ramen spot with Allison, I think twice. And she's I think you still have a list of like so many that I need to try in New York. Um, but I met Allison three years ago at work. Uh, we worked on the same team for some time. And I will add to your bio and say that you have an amazing energy mm-hmm. um, and that you can really like pump somebody up. For sure. I would always come home with a new song of the day because Allison <laughs> would just roll back around to our desks and just be dancing and singing to a song. And then I'd have it in my head for and then until I'd the next time in- Allison had a, had a, a new song. And, and then, then I'd have, have it, it in my head for a couple of days. <laughs> Yes, we're so excited to have you, Allison. Um, we love your energy and just you as a friend. So we're super excited to have you here. So thank you for joining us. What are we talking oh, about today? <laughs> Dating with authenticity. So um, I will say Jess is obsessed with dating apps. She's not on them, but anytime that someone has a dating app, she's like obsessed. She's like, let me optimize your profile. Let me Let me send the messages for you. Um, no, I'm not concerned if that's what you're thinking. <laughs> I'm about um, building community. But it's yeah, she does about- like building community. But I feel like if Jess were single, she would be a master like dater. Like she'd be like, Probably let me give not. you, let me tell you the right message to send when it's the first message. I let do me send, tell you how to optimize your I profile. do send a lot of good messages for our friends for yes. sure. But no, I think that, I mean, we have awesome friends and I just want to connect them with awesome people. So yes, yes. Um, but we wanted to cover this episode because um, people are um, more used to finding dates now on apps than um I'm going to use the word organically, like meeting someone at a restaurant, at a bar, at a play, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just, it's really interesting because now that people are finding dates on apps, you have the choice of swiping right 
um, is it is it swiping right, right? When you choose someone, swiping right mm-hmm. um, on someone and that's purely based on the curated content that they've decided to pick of themselves um, to tell their story, whether that is authentic or not. So if you meet someone at a play or at a bar, like their hair might be messed up, it might be a rainy day, their hair might be frizzy, they're like, they might be looking kind of rough in their outfit. You're seeing them for who they are, right? Like you might catch them off guard, but when you're looking at their profile on an app, they've specifically picked their best photos They've highlighted like the best things about them. And so you're kind of making a decision on like the image that someone's deciding to portray. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we wanted to have this episode with with Allison because we specifically wanted to talk about like how do you date with authenticity? How do you remain your authentic self? And how do you try to find like the authenticity in other people when you're dating, even in this culture of using apps? During a global pandemic. During a pandemic. So, <laughs> Allison, how do you typically meet people? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, so, I do meet people through the apps, for sure. I use the apps. Um, but I also meet people through my friends a lot of the time, mm-hmm. through bars, through restaurants, um, even sometimes through work. Not sure I'd recommend that, but <laughs> <laughs> it's <honest> true. <laughs> yep. Um but yeah, so kind of like a wide array of places. Do you find that there's a difference in the like the the way that people come across, like when you meet them on an app versus when you meet them in person or through a friend? Yeah, I definitely. So, you know, when you meet someone like through a friend or through like, you know, at a bar, like there's some thread of you know, like you automatically know you have something in common with them. Yeah. Whether it be your friend who's like trying to set you up and you've already heard about them a little bit through the grapevine or, you know, I've, I've met someone at like my favorite bar and I'm like, okay, well, at least I know they like to go to the same types of bars that I like to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there is that commonality that you share that I think somewhat filters people out. Um, but then when you're, you know, meeting someone through an app, you're really going off of what they look like, number one. But also, you know, what this curated image of themselves, exactly. So, like, you kind of get the vibe a little bit if, like, someone has an ego. If I think I can. Like, if someone is kind of into themselves, if yeah. they seem more down to earth, um, yeah, that type of thing. So how, because I'm, I'm so intrigued by this because I, if I were creating a dating profile, I would have the hardest time because... I wouldn't want to put too many pictures of myself. So I, so I don't want to seem like I'm super into myself, but I also don't want to post some lame ass photos. Like I'm super annoyed when I've seen other people's profiles and they have photos with other people. And I'm like, I don't know who you are. So which one are you in all these photos? Like, don't make me have to find who's the one that shows up. Who's Like, where's the, where's, where's the, Waldo? Yeah. Where's Waldo? Like, don't make me do that. Um, but like when you're using the apps, what, what criteria are you using to decide if you want to like, take the next step with someone and how do you balance weighing like the superficial stuff which is how they look versus like tidbits of their profile that give you a glimpse into their personality because you you are going to go based off the way they look you're even going to do that if you meet them in person but how do you balance not strictly going off the superficial stuff yeah totally so I mean I think the superficial stuff like there has to be that initial level of attraction you know, number one, I think like, especially if you don't have anything in common, you know, there has, I, I think that is kind of 
baseline with dating apps. But obviously, you don't want to just be going after people who you find attractive. You want to, you know, like something about their personality, get a little glimpse into what they're like in real life and like what their typical Saturday is. So I definitely do like to read like on, you know, some of the dating apps, you can like say little tidbits about yourself, yeah. you know, like two, three, you know, two truths and a lie, you know, what's your favorite Saturday activity. So I do pay attention to those things. And I definitely you know, especially if they're witty. I think that's something for me, like, I really like if they're like, can show that they're kind of funny through yeah. them. Um, you know, like I, one person was saying that like, oh, like one of their most, you know, positive traits recently is that they tested negative for COVID. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, I yeah. know that's not actually true. I'm sure there's more funny, but like, you know, like you kind of get a glimpse into their personality a bit. Um, and, and I think like, you know, something that you said, which is kind of funny, there's also like, quote unquote, like unwritten rules, in my opinion, about um, like photos, about like online dating photos. So like, for example, you kind of always want your first photo to be just of you. Mm-hmm. So that way, everyone knows like who you are and like who they're swiping right on. Because like you said, it is really annoying when someone has a group photo and you're like, well, who are you? Which one am I swiping right against? Yeah. Um, so you want to make it like really easy for people. And, but at the same time, you also don't want to have just photos of you because you want to show that you have like friends and that you want to show that you're like a fun person. And like, you want to show that you like have kind of, you know, at least this is what I I look for. Like, I want to see that you like have a full life and Mm. something that like I could compliment with that life. Um, but yeah, I, I also think like I personally look for like someone who's like well traveled. Yeah. Um, if if they can be like sometimes, you know, like mm-hmm. obviously like that's something that, you know, is something that I like to do. I like to look for people who, you know, I have like a pretty diverse group of friends who show diversity and the people they hang out with. Um, if I can, I like to go on their Instagram and then you can really get some like good stalking. But like, not always because that's you know, but if like sometimes they link their Instagram, you can like see a little bit more about like their authentic lives. Gotcha. How long are you spending on like one person? Like now that you just said a lot of things and I'm like, that seems like a lot of work. <laughs> like, is it a 20 minute per person type of investment here? No, it's like a one minute. <laughs> She's like 60 seconds. If they can't like surprise me, then I'm off, then I'm gone. I mean, no, definitely not. I think that like, you know, like usually I just stay on the app and it's like, I'm just looking through their photos and like reading their profile. And it's kind of like a, you know, like a fuck yes or a fuck no type of reaction. Yeah. And so then I'm just like, okay, yes, yes, no, no, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, like if, you know, we continue and like we chat, because I think like you said, kind of the next step is chatting within the app. Um, and then from there you can decide, do I want to take the next step even after that and like exchange numbers? Mm. Um, yeah, no, it's a very short, I would say I do not spend more than like a minute or two on each person's profile. People got to put in work into these profiles (laughs) for for one minute of people's attention. (laughs) The type of marketing you have to do in order to like, everybody needs to add this to their resume. Like on their resume, they they uh if they're applying for like a content marketing job, Word. they put I on average I receive Word. fifty What's swipes like, a day, fifty, it, like 50 the, right the, swipes the, a day. The click through rate, like I don't know, it's just it, <laughs> the swipe through rate. The swipe through rate. That's insane. Makes sense though. Yeah, that um, that does make sense. That to me, I, I mean, I don't. When you said um, there has to be uh like physical attraction it just um 
it just dawned on me that I I obviously started dating Jess before dating apps are like super popular or like the main way that um people met. So to me, it's just very intriguing that we're talking about physical attraction from an online, from a strict online perspective. Cause I associate physical attractiveness with like you see someone, you know, um, in a restaurant, you see someone at a bar, you see someone at a club, you see like their swag, you see, and you're like, damn, they look good. But on in a photo, it just I I it's hard for me to grasp. Cause you can see a photo and be like, this person's cute. <laughs> um so yeah i mean but i mean you can see a photo and be like wow this person's hot like i want to get to know them a little bit more yeah but i guess for you it just like thinking about it and there's those are two different types of attraction levels i think yeah like you, you can see way more in person than you can via curated yeah pictures. yeah i guess so um let's talk a little bit about your profile allison how do you manage to create an authentic view of yourself but balancing the fact that most people will look at like your photos and how you look. Yeah. Um, I think like, you know, like I said, I try and, you know, give a realistic, realistic view of myself. Like I'm not obviously like I choose photos where I think I look, you know, I look good, but I also am like, I feel like most people would see these photos and be like, yeah, this is, you know objectively what you look like yeah um I think for me it's really important like I think there's a lot of you know there is a lot of like catfishing out there and like people who are you know maybe not portraying themselves accurately luckily I haven't really interacted with that that much personally I mean I have a few stories that (laughs) you'll have to share that (laughs) (laughs) um you know mostly around men lying about their height but I think for the most part, it's, you know, like I personally try and like portray myself as, um, you know, I am physically, but also try and, you know, give a little glimpse into like what my life looks like. So um, like I said, like I spent a lot of my time hanging out with my friends on the weekends and like eating at different restaurants. So I will show photos of me like, you know, at a workout class with friends or, um, you know, on um you know, like at a different restaurant, at a different museum or park around the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think that's kind of like, I try and like use the photos to show my life. But then in the little tidbits, I try and share um, what I like to do. So like some of my favorite TV shows, for example, or um, I try and, sh- you know, like show that I have a little bit of a sense of humor, um, you know, show that like, for example, like I, like my sisters and family are like really important for me, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, but I think it's, I think it is hard because, um, you know, like you said, it is a marketing game. Like you really are like trying to like market, you know, the first impression of yourself because ultimately like it is a numbers game. The, the more swipes you get, the more likely you are to match with someone and, and meet someone you like. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm always like the question in my mind that I have is like, Jess, if you were dating, what would your profile look like? Oh God, don't ask me that. <laughs> that that takes days for me to think about. <laughs> After hearing what Allison said, like I have to like hire a marketing consultant. I'm pretty sure that's a job. I'm sure there's someone out there that you can oh, pay to optimize your definitely like, people out there Bumble doing or this. Tinder profile. Do you, Allison? Do you put on your profile in any way like things that you're kind of against or not looking for like for people to stay away like political affiliation or like I don't know is that a thing 
Yeah, definitely. Definitely a thing. Um, you know, I, I definitely have like, for example, that I'm liberal mm-hmm. and I try and hope that that filters out some yeah. of other people. Um, I like have my religious affiliation, which is none. So mm-hmm. I try and like, you know, like share that, like, if you're like pretty religious, we probably won't really get along right. or not get along. We just, you know, long-term, I don't think we're that compatible. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, I put things like that. I do drink, um, you know, like mm-hmm. for me, like one of my favorite things is like going to wineries and like checking out different cocktail bars for all of this. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely. And like people do like, if I think, especially like if you are on like one end of the political spectrum, like people mm-hmm. definitely share that because they do, you know, they want to filter people out, yeah. um, especially cause I do kind of think it can be a bit of a deal breaker. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, what, like, apps, like, apps, meeting people in person, all that included, <laughs> what do you like about dating? I really do like meeting different types of people. So I, I do consider myself pretty outgoing. I think most people would say I'm pretty outgoing. So for me, like, I genuinely do enjoy meeting new people, like, whether or not you know, there's like the end goal of it being like a romantic relationship. So I personally like find it interesting to be introduced to like lots of different, you know, people who like may or may not fit with my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do really like that aspect about dating for sure. And it kind of, you know, it, it kind of like allows me to imagine like what my life could look like with like multiple different people. Mm-hmm. I I appreciate that because I feel like that gets to the crux of dating with authenticity is you're already accepting the fact that you're meeting someone and they may or may not fit into your life. And you're, mm-hmm. um, you're kind of saying like, I spend my weekend with my friends. I like to, um, I like to drink. I like to, you know, go out. I like to do all of these things mm-hmm. and not necessarily being like, um, okay, I, I won't drink if you don't like to drink or, um, I won't spend that much time with my friends. If you just want to hang out with me and you, um, or kind of saying like, I've met this person, let me see how we're going to make it work. Um, versus your approach, which is I'm meeting this person and they may or may not fit within what I want in my life. Like it's kind of like a puzzle piece. Mm-hmm. And I totally, it is. And I think the online dating part in a way works in your favor because the way I've seen dating in a lot of relationships failed and, and, and people who actually survive dating <laughs> is that I no, feel like, like <laughs> I feel like with dating or yeah, dating in general, like people are typically not like they wear masks for like six to eight months of their relationship. And then shit starts getting weird because metaphoric masks. Yes. They, they can't, they can't, um, they think that they have to pretend to be someone else in order for like that relationship to relationship to happen. But with online dating, that shit's in your face. Like you can't lie that you don't drink. You can't lie that you, you know, go to the travel or do all these different things or political, whatever. It's like, it's all in the open and it almost like narrows down the people that you will likely not be compatible with or who can't who will bullshit you but can't so i don't know i obviously i'm not on the the dating apps but i imagine that that's much better than being in person where you're not getting any insight to somebody's life and they can lie to you they can be like yeah i i drink all the time and then you find out they never drink (laughs) you know or that they're uncomfortable with you drinking right something like that 
Totally. I mean, I think like, you know, that is kind of the nice thing there. It feels like there's unlimited supply. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's like, okay, if you like, if you, someone you don't like, if someone says something you don't like on their profile, who cares? There's like a million other people who right. are yeah. also on the app who you can replace them with. Right. Um, so in that sense, I definitely agree. I will say though, I'm sure, I'm sure there is still lying on the apps. I'm sure. Oh yeah. I'm as, sure. Like honest. Definitely. About, you know, what, certain things certain aspects of their lives for sure I guess the authentic people are the ones that end up losing if they end up with somebody that's not authentic so yeah there's a portion of people out there that are really living their truth and that other person's getting the better end of the deal if they're not authentic so yeah what sort of questions are you asking if you swipe right on someone and now you're having a conversation what sort of questions are you asking them to make sure that they are authentically being themselves (laughs) How tall are you? I think they, no. <laughs> no. Um, I think I try and ask, I just try and get like a sense of their, com- for the conversation, you know, cause it is, I, I feel like you can't really get, like you can't really see if they are authentic or not until you actually meet them in person mm. or have, now it's a little bit changing because now, you know, with COVID and everything now, actually I've been doing more FaceTime dates, which has been interesting in itself. Um, and I feel like that gives you a good, you know, view on if someone is being authentic and like, but I think like the first, you know, really like the the messaging through the app is just, it is to, you know, a, just make sure that they're a real person. Um, and to just like, you know, get a little bit of a vibe for like, what they do, um, you know, like what they, you know, what, where they work, maybe, you know, what they do on the weekends. It's pretty, I would say it's like pretty artificial until you get to that like first actual like touch point, whether it be, like I said, FaceTime or in person. So what are you asking during this FaceTime conversation? (laughs) I mean, right now it's a lot of, so what what have you been doing to fill your time and like stay Mm -hmm. safe? I mean, actually, you know, something interesting is I do try and get a feel for like, like how safe they're being like right now during COVID it's actually because like, you know, one thing that has really changed is like now for me, no matter what the first interaction is automatically a FaceTime. Like I will not meet up with anyone like in person Mm -hmm. at all because like, I'm like, I do not know how serious you're taking this. I know how serious I'm taking this, for example, but like, I don't know if our level of comfort are matching. And like, like you said, if you're telling me the truth Mm -hmm. that you didn't just go to a party with like 20 people, for example. Right. Um, And so I think like during, you know, something that I'm actually trying to get a feel for is like, you know, like right now, like how safe they're being, is it someone who I would actually want to meet up in person? But also like, I did just have a FaceTime date that like went for an hour long. And we Mm. literally just like talked about everything from like, okay, what have your quarantine hobbies been to like, you know, who you think is going to win the election, which not sure if that is, you know, like I said, politics but you know we did we we kind of talked gambit and like just like you know like lots of different things and it actually did feel like a legit date that's Um, awesome that was kind of nice yeah i feel like the dating is changing because of covid where i feel like even after there's a vaccine and whatnot i feel like people are still gonna do like the First, you look at the picture in the profile, then you swipe mm-hmm. right. Step two is you do a FaceTime quick like mm-hmm. date, and then you do uh, an in-person Socially date. distance date, and then go on from yes, there. I, it's, it's actually so true. And I mean, I actually kind of like it. Mm. I'm not going to lie. I actually prefer that the first interaction is a FaceTime because I think it 
it kind of like you said, you get a sense of the chemistry. You get a sense if they're being like honest about you know how they're representing themselves. You know, if you actually think they're cute. A lot of times, people don't know how to choose good photos of themselves. I mean, hey, we, this is a like this is a job opportunity for someone like being able to market someone's yeah. profile. But I, I think that. I really do enjoy like the FaceTime aspect of it. And even like you said, yeah, like even if once everything kind of goes back to normal, I think that I will still request like, hey, can we actually just hop on a FaceTime real quick? I love that. (laughs) And you could be wearing pajama bottoms and like a cute top. And I think we, exactly. I think we, uh, when we, when we were having coffee the other day, Allison, you mentioned that like, um, it kind of saves time, right? Like instead of going out to dinner and sitting there for an hour and a half with someone and you're not feeling it in the first 10 minutes, this, the FaceTime actually allows you to just be like, cool, like this is a great combo and you can cut out early versus dinner. You're like, shit, I got to wait to eat my meal. Um, or just totally. dining. Yeah. Totally. Because I honestly think like that before everything would, would happen, like, you know, when I would meet people online within like, and I truly believe this within like the first 30 seconds, minute, like two minutes, like you can tell whether or not you're attracted to someone mm-hmm. and like whether or not you have that chemistry. And obviously like attraction and chemistry can grow, but yeah. that's usually with like people you've been friends with for a long time. Like mm-hmm. people you've just met on the internet, you're not usually sticking around to let them try yeah, to right. either there or not. And I think like, you know, like so many times I would just like, exactly like you said, I would waste so much time because I would know that it wasn't necessarily going anywhere, but you can't, it's hard to, you know, pull out of that situation. And like, mm-hmm. you know, this actually is, is a lot nicer because, you know, you can like end a date after 20 minutes and still be on your couch watching Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just pause the episode. Hold on. Let me do this date real quick. Or go, or go on to your next date. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just get them lined up. Just, just place your order for food. And while it gets prepared and delivered, you do the date. And then by the time it's over, your food is right downstairs being delivered. Perfect. Incredible. That's Talk about productivity efficiency i love it i love it um what don't you like about dating um i think like oftentimes like having you know the hard conversation of like i don't necessarily i don't see this you know i i kind of just see us as more as friends like i'm i don't really see this going anywhere i think like you know dating yeah, oftentimes like there are going to be so many times when you don't have a match and since you're you know like you've probably only been out a few times like it's in that gray area of like I want to be honest and I want to be authentic and like be you know a good person who's like upfront. but it's kind of like how much do you share you know I think that's mm-hmm. kind of always like a hard part mm-hmm. of like you know like hey I don't really see this going anywhere sometimes people want a little bit more information like I think like kind of like you know like being like honest about like where you feel like something is going with someone that's kind of hard yeah do you feel that you've been it's gotten easier for you to be more honest about that now versus when you first started dating like do you have like a a message in your phone that you copy and paste (laughs) like what does that look like right like I feel like for me, that would be really hard as like an empath, right? I'd be like, oh my God, I, you know, like, let's be friends. Let's do this. But also at the same time, like being very straight up and saying, hey, like, I'm not feeling this. So like, how has that been for you? Yeah. Has it been easier? 
Yeah, it definitely has been easier. I definitely, as I've been, as I've gotten older, I've become like more honest and more straightforward about things. I think like when I was younger, I definitely, you know, just did the slow fade as they say, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> um, but I think like now, you know, I typically go with like, it's like, you know, I go with like the friend line a lot because people kind of read between the lines with that mm, one. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm just getting like more getting a friend vibe. I think it's also kind of a nice way to like save people's egos in a sense. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like if you're like, I, I don't really need to like say that, hey, I, I don't really see you in a romantic light. They, people kind of pick up on that. Yeah. Um, so I think it's like a nice balance of like being honest, but also like, you know, if, if if people are interested in genuinely being friends, like usually I am too. Like I could always use more friends. Allison has all these friends. How'd you meet? We went on a date. Yeah. Allison told me she wanted to be my friend and we're still friends. She meant it. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, sometimes. <laughs> what What do you think? No. What do you think has helped with that? Do you think it, do you think it's age or do you think it's like digging into knowing yourself a little bit more? I think it's both, you know, I think it's, it's definitely age. I've, you know, I've just matured. So it's naturally you, it becomes easier to have these harder conversations sometimes. And you also have, you know, on the flip side, I've also been on the flip side where someone has, you know, told me like, I've been on the flip side where someone has, you know, done the slow fade or, you know, they haven't been like super upfront with me. And like, mm-hmm. I know how that feels. And that also feels really shitty. Right. Whereas I would have just preferred like after a date or two of them being like, Hey, I'm not really sure I'm feeling this. Like, you know, it was really great meeting you. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah. Good luck with everything. You know, I kind of like, I was, I think also like it was age, but I also know what it feels like on the flip side. So, yep. you know, I think there's just like, you know, like you kind of like, once you've dated a lot, you're like, okay, I know how to treat people because I've, and on all sides of the gambit. <laughs> yeah. So you think, so earlier you mentioned that on the apps, you know that if you don't like what someone said on their profile or uh, you don't like a certain aspect, there's like tons of other people that you can look at. Do you think that that dating apps have created a culture where people don't try? don't try I definitely think it's created a culture of like there's always something better out there yes yes like definitely (laughs) like that is for sure like I think that's why like nowadays like people you know you know like previous to this like especially in New York City like you know there's this people never it's like don't want to get into a relationship they don't want to settle because there's like so many people that they could connect with yeah um yeah, for sure. I know that COVID has kind of changed things though. Like everyone's like trying to find their COVID, like, you know, like cuddle buddy. buddy or whatever. I yeah. mean, cuffing season's coming up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's very Seriously. true. And like this cuffing season is going to be more important than ever because you literally cannot leave your house. <laughs> you got to create your pod too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, that's actually something interesting as well. Like, in a way, dating has, it's been slowed up, but it's also been in a sense, like fast forwarded, like, I feel like, because, you know, like, we have to be like, so honest about like, everyone we're interacting with, Mm -hmm. like, it takes, like, now I feel like it's going to take kind of a lot longer to get to the point where you're like, ready to be physical with someone, because Mm -hmm. basically, if you're being physical with someone, you're like, if you got COVID, I got COVID. Yeah, in a sense. You know, but at the same time, also, like, as soon as you're ready to even, like, take the step of, like, kissing someone, you need to be having conversations of, like, okay, who else are you seeing? Who else is in your bubble? Like, you basically are exclusive. 
Yeah. And like in the past, mm. there would never be that expectation of like, okay, if you if we went on a date and there's a kiss goodbye, I would never be like, oh, who else are you kissing? Who else are you going on a date with? <laughs> yeah, you know? like that would be insane and crazy. But like during COVID, it's actually like, you know, that's like a conversation that you need to have that isn't that mm-hmm. crazy. The um, sense of communication kind of is like more balanced in a way, or it's more intense. Like you're, it's it's intentional, I guess. Yeah, definitely. It's very intentional. Do you think people are now because of COVID and everything happening? I guess you answered this, but like, are people looking to really settle down more? Like, are you seeing that in the apps that people like uh, Allison um, is heterosexual? So she's dating. She's looking for men to date. Like, are the men that you're talking to, are they saying, hey, like, I'm at a point in my life where I want to settle down compared to maybe before COVID times? Like, are you seeing a pattern there or not really? I'm definitely experiencing people are like more responsive than they used to be. Mm. Cause I think like a lot of people are kind of just like quote unquote on the apps where like maybe they swipe and then forget about them. But I think, yeah, people are definitely more responsive and they're more active because of that, you know, because they want, you know, their home more, but also they do want to find someone Yeah. Um, because right now being single is, it's a very it's interesting to be single in the time that we're in. Um, yeah, for sure. That makes sense. <laughs> you two are lucky. I'm jealous. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yes, I'm, I'm very grateful, but I also can imagine that there's a lot of people out there in relationships who don't like each other, but they're staying together because they want someone mm-hmm. to have during COVID. And that that's, that's tragic. Um, so yeah, it's a good thing we like each other. Yeah, somewhat. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> I would. <laughs> um. So the the last piece that I want to um get curious about with you is for someone who's in, um, they're out of their early twenties. They're out of like I feel like when you're in your early twenties, you like make a lot of excuses for people because you're like I have the rest of my life to date. And then as you get to your mid to late twenties, especially, um. If you are wanting to like have kids at some point, you start thinking about that clock, that biological clock, um, and you start to kind of, I feel like the the expectations or the the bar might be higher um, because of the fact that it, you can't just be like, oh, whatever, like, it's just fun right now, or this person sucks, but it's fun, like, in a month or two, like, it'll end. So for people who are in that phase, they're like, it's very serious. I'm looking for a committed relationship. I'm looking for something long-term. What recommendation do you have for them um, when it comes to dating if they want to remain authentic and truly like date with an approach of this is who I am and someone may or may not fit into my life, but also remain open to the point where they can meet new people? Yeah. I think that's a great question. And I think the first thing I would say is, and this is what I, you know, I like to do as well is really think about what you want, you know, mm-hmm. like think about like what it is, like, are you actually ready for, you know, a very serious relationship or are you, you know, potentially going through a breakup and now you're just kind of looking to dip your toe into the water a little bit. Like, but I think it's really important to like genuinely think what you're looking for. And then, you know, when you are dating, when you are, 
swiping right, um, you know, making making sure that you're um, picking up on cues on if someone else is looking for that too. And like, don't be afraid to really, you know, like ignore or don't don't be afraid to like say goodbye to someone who even though like you know you might be attracted to them, but if they're not looking for what you're looking for, it's ultimately I think kind of be both a waste of your time. So I think just like being really honest about what you want and then um, you know being not being afraid to to share that with people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would say that's really important. And the other piece of it is, you know, I, I think that, you know, like movies and, and TV shows, they make it seem like it's so easy to find your significant other. Yeah. And it's just, you're going to run it into them at the grocery store, which rarely does that. Have I ever met someone at a grocery store? Like literally. <laughs> um, but I think it's, it is kind of also like a numbers game. Like you can't get discouraged and you have to realize that like, then the more people that you're putting yourself out there to, the more likely you're going to find someone who is like yourself, who you're compatible with. Um, So I think that would be kind of like my two, my two big piece of advice. It's all about the pipeline. It's all about the pipeline. Allison and I both have worked in sales. So we're like, it's all about the pipeline. (laughs) Gotta have a strong pipeline to deliver those numbers. It is true. Honestly, like I, I'm telling you, it is like a numbers game. And like, that's, I think it's hard because people are afraid to put themselves out there, mm-hmm. you know, but I think if you're, if you're really comfortable with yourself dating, actually, and, and that is a lot, you know, you have to do a lot of work to get to a place where you're comfortable with yourself. You know, I think this is what I love about your podcast. It really shows how to do that. But once you're very comfortable with yourself, dating actually becomes a lot easier. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're just like, this is who I am. Like, are we a match? Okay, great. We are. Let's like go on another date. And if we aren't, you know, no big deal. Yeah. There's like less second guessing in a sense. Like you're so sure of it that you're yeah. like, I don't even have time to second guess it because I know who I am and I yeah. know what I need. Right. And you're not, you know, you're not like self-conscious about it, you know, as putting yourself out there. Yeah. I would also add to what you're saying. Because As a dating I, guru over here. I hear I'm not a dating guru <laughs> at all. Trust me. I would be struggling on the apps, like struggling. Because I'd be like, this is boring. I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to see you. Don't call me. I don't they would be talk like, the phone. How, how are you today, Steph? I'm fine. That's literally what you would fine. say. Fine. You wouldn't even fine. you wouldn't even respond back with anything. Fine. Like, I'd be like, uh, my conversations are going nowhere. And because you ended them. Um, but I've I've heard people being like, you know, I want someone who is well-traveled. I want someone who like really enjoys like um, spending time alone. But like that person who's asking for that isn't well-traveled, um, is super clinky. Um, and it's like you have to be able to reciprocate whatever it is that you are yeah. asking for. So if I want someone that's well-traveled, I have to understand like, do I want that? Because that sounds nice. Or... Uh, am, am I like aspiring to have somebody like that or do I actually enjoy that? Because then you get mm-hmm. into a relationship or you start dating someone and you're living as someone that you're really not because if you don't actually like to travel, that person is expecting that you like that and that you compliment them in that. And then wh- where's that relationship going right. to go? Yeah. I think exactly. it's like at the core, what are you bringing to the table as you request all these different things? Right. Right. Like you, you can't want someone that's family oriented because you just want them to hang out with your family, but you're not going to go hang out with them and their family. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I mean, I think that's like why, like I, I have learned it is so much better just to be upfront about who you are, because like you said, whether it's in six months or eight months, it is going to come out, you know, mm-hmm. like who you are and like yeah. your authentic self, like that will 
you know, that your partner will realize who that is. And then it's like, what is, you know, hopefully you didn't just waste almost six months, eight months of your life. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I think it's, it's just so much better to just be like, this is who I am. And like, you know, I hope that you're being, you know, yourself. And I think just like, the more you get to, the more time you spend with them, the more you'll kind of get, you know, a vibe for if they're being honest or not. Yeah, totally. Oof. I, I really want to ask what's what's been your worst date, but I don't want I don't want to put you on the spot. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god, the laugh um, says it all. No pressure, no, no pressure. I, mean, I think like the worst date I went on was someone who like, and this is like all about expectations. I was really excited about them. I actually met them at this like um, sumo and sushi night in New York. It was mm-hmm. really fun. They had like all these sumo wrestlers in from like Japan and Mongolia. And it was like this really cool experience. And like, you know, so I met him there. And so I was like really excited. Cause like, okay, clearly he likes to do fun things. He was with a group of friends. I was with a group of friends. Like mm-hmm. we happened to be like sitting next to each other. So I was like, really, you know, my expectations were pretty high. Mm-hmm. And then I think, you know, I got to the date and, um, he just was like very like, he was nervous which I think it's totally fine to be nervous but he wasn't able to like I felt like he just kept like grasping at straws like he was just like um talking to me about like people you know his trust fund and his like you know like he was one of those New York like finance bros which you know Mm -hmm. part of the reason like I realized not that there's anything wrong with that but I personally (laughs) usually am like sometimes not my my vibe but like you know talking about like what he does for his job he just kept holding on to like his like the artificial things in his life and he wasn't mm. talking about like what he actually likes to do and yeah. so I felt like it was like a very like shallow conversation um yeah and and at the end you know yeah like I, I just was kind of like I felt exhausted at the end of the day the <laughs> how did you get out of that one did you have to like stay the whole time or uh, yeah that ended up he the other part about it was I went to the bathroom and then he ordered a second drink for me oh. to the waiter before I even got the chance to be like, oh, actually, I kind of want to leave. Um, so <laughs> then I was kind of stuck. There. You just see Allison like gulping her last drink just to get out of it. <laughs> and Allison just literally threw the drink behind her, spilling it on the floor. Yeah. And like, oh, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, he was he was not the best. And then and then after all of that, after he we like split the check, which I was kind of annoyed about. <laughs> dude you just like we're talking to me about your trust fund you can afford eight drinks like hello that's fair I I mean I would have expected the same thing that's hilarious I don't know if that's worse than the time that Allison hit on that guy in San Francisco and then left me with him and went off and I'm sitting there talking to this guy who barely speaks English and she's over there he was a wrestler right from, yeah he from was like no he was a boxer or something and then you just see allison and you on the other side and she's laughing and i'm like dude you just left me with this guy like what was it you just she's like well, he's I realized that, like he didn't speak english you guys know me i don't think he can... my spanish is really it's not great so i'm like oh okay sure. allison he okay, spoke french know. not spanish <laughs> so clearly clearly she doesn't <laughs> He did know a little Spanish. He did oh, yeah? because we were able yeah, to connect. What, you connected with him? Yeah, we, just, we just connected. Just best friends with him. But I'm over yeah, here like... I'm a great woman. <laughs> yo, you were terrible, dude. <laughs> I think Steph had to save me, but I felt so bad. I was like... Uh, don't let me save you. Yeah, well, that, that wouldn't go well. But anyway... like, hi. We need to leave now. <laughs> Bye. You just see Allison over there sipping on her drink like, oh, nothing happened. Ooh. 
So, you know, I mean, I think, yeah, like I said, you got to keep putting yourself out there. It's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. And be be your most authentic self. Leave your friend with the guy you just hit on and just go. (laughs) (laughs) She can handle it. That was me not being my authentic. No, nah, that was good. It was it was a good time, and we can reflect back. And it's, laugh. It's, the guy, I'm sure, thought it was really funny. You're a good person to leave someone with. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Because you talk to them. <laughs> Thanks. Sure. And he was like, like lonely by himself. I'm sure he just. Yeah, I'm sure he appreciated him. you leaving him. <laughs> Listen, Jess would be like, you know. He really like his deepest, darkest emotions are this, and like what he's really looking for is this. Yeah, so. I just I read him really quickly, but no, that was a that was a good time that night. So, but anyway, totally. thank you for sharing that. Sorry to put you on the spot there. I thought oh, that was no, pretty funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Whew. Well, Allison, thank you so much for joining and providing your perspective. Um, I really appreciate it. I the biggest takeaway, um that I took from this episode is what you said earlier, which is you're going on a date as yourself, as your authentic self, and you need to know who you are and what you want and come to terms with the fact that um, you're putting yourself out there, but it that person may not be a good fit for your life and you might not be a good fit for their life and that's okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. Yeah. yeah we appreciate- I think that's, that, that's exactly it. Yeah. We appreciate you jumping on this. I think, um, yeah. It's a hot topic right now, and I know a lot of people who will benefit from listening to this and your tips, so thank you. Yeah, I hope so. You know, like I said, I'm not an expert, just someone who has dated a lot. (laughs) So you are an expert. You've dated a lot. (laughs) I guess. um, No, I'm just, you know, I think it's just all about, like you said, you know, not not getting down on yourself and just being, being yourself. So yeah, but thank you. This was so much fun. I really appreciate it. Yes, <laughs> yes. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for being vulnerable. Uh, for being vulnerable and joining us. Appreciate it. Always. Always. Until next time, people. Bye. Bye. Bye.